Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1874 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And if you're ready to accomplish that one big goal, visit thefreedomjournal.com, and you'll accomplish that goal in 100 days. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Joe DeSena. Joe, are you prepared to ignite? I think I'm on fire right now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Joe's the founder and CEO of Spartan Race, the world's leading obstacle racing company. He's also the host of Spartan Up Podcast and the New York Times bestselling author of Spartan Fit. Joe, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. We have uh, four children. I got a super wife. And uh, we move around the world each year. So um, last year we lived in Tokyo, a year before that, Singapore. And this year we're in Vancouver. We're making our way back to the States. Um, Although who who knows? We don't know where next year will will be. But but the funny thing in the last uh, month was we were supposed to go somewhere else. And I called an audible a week before the move and said, we're going to Vancouver instead. I'd never been here. And I'm I'm glad we did because it's awesome. Yeah, we were just talking in the pre-interview chat, actually. My first ever trip to Vancouver was just last week after Podcast Moom, and I got to do some cool things there. So looking forward to hearing how you experienced the city. And real quick, where was the Audible call from? Where were we supposed to go? Yeah, so so we were going to go to Ithaca, New York. I was going to set up an office uh, with Cornell. My wife was going to be the assistant coach of the soccer, the, the girls' soccer team. Oh, cool. And then I just, it didn't feel as exotic as uh, as going overseas like we had the last two years. So I called uh, our teammates uh, that helped us run Canada, and I said, you got two seconds to answer. Where would you live in Canada? Figuring I can get a quick visa in Canada. Right. And uh, he, he said, no hesitation, Vancouver. I had never been, but I heard good things like you had heard. And, uh, and so I said, honey, uh, what do you think about going to Vancouver? And, and she went for it. So here we are. No, I loved it. I really got a good kick out of it. I mean, we were living right downtown Vancouver, like in one of those, you know, kind of like, I think it was like a 60 story uh, level skyscraper. And then we walked down to the, to the base of it. And I swear to God, within five minutes, we were on this wooded path where I felt like I was in the middle of a forest. Like it was that quick of a transition. It was, it was a really cool vibe there. Cool people. And, uh, you know, if you can make it through their winter, I think you're going to have a good time for sure. And Fire Nation, if you think that you recognize Joe's voice, well, number one, um, you listen to Spartan Up, which is a great podcast. Or number two, you remember episode 938, where he rocked the mic. He shared his worst moment, his aha moment. We rocked the lightning rounds. So go back and listen to episode 930 if you want to hear some of that stuff. But today we're talking about some different things, specifically obstacle racing, because this is really where Joe thrives and what he's brought to the world. So Joe, people ask me this question all the time about podcasting, like what's the future? And you know, I'm sure it's a question that, you know, is is always evolving and always changing. But for you, where do you see the future of, of obstacle racing in the next five to 10 years? It's definitely going to be an Olympic sport. Um, it's just a matter of when. So um, we're hoping for 2024. It's it's only getting bigger. Uh, and the reason it's getting bigger is, is, one, people are just getting more and more unhealthy. So I think they're going to seek, I believe they're going to seek this kind of activity to restart their lives. Uh, they're already doing it. And, that, and that's going to um, continue as a trend. But the other thing is there's less and less physical education in schools and there's so many kids that just can't play because they don't have 
the talent, right? Uh, kid, kid sports uh, is almost becoming professional sports in a way. The parents are so, and the coaches are so intense now um, with sports that, that most kids just sit on the bench. They, they, they don't even try. So this becomes the human sport, right? We could do this anywhere. We've already, we've already started Spartan sport at some schools. They sell out in minutes. So uh, it's just a matter of us being able to offer it on a much larger scale, you know, scaling it around the globe. And this is just going to, it's just going to become part of our lives uh, is the way I see it. I mean, it's just so gosh darn entertaining to watch. I mean, I go to Netflix and Amazon now, you know, I'm seeing um, all of these shows that are doing the contest of the world's most fit athletes. And then you, you know, even have like prime TV shows of the obstacle courses. You know, I think back in the day when I was younger, one of my favorite shows was American Gladiators. And it seems like that's coming back, like that kind of form of, of television watching and entertainment. And, you know, for me, I look, I look at like poker in a way where poker was not fun to watch for years and forever, basically, until they came up with that whole cam. And when we could actually see those two cars, now we can actually be, quote unquote, playing in the game. Then watching poker became fun. Now it's, you know, watched by millions of people all over the world. And I kind of get that, have that same vibe when it comes to obstacle racing and stuff like that. I kind of feel like now I'm in there, you know, with the drone camera work and all these different things. Like, what do you think has really been the reason why, like, people like myself who haven't really even, I've never done an obstacle race. I mean, I was in the military for eight years, so I do kind of love that stuff, but I still haven't really gone to that point where I've gone for a Spartan race yet. But like, why do I still love watching it as, as just a, a viewer? Like what, what, what's the draw there? It's what a human being was meant to do, right? Crawl, climb, swim, get dirty, get dirty. So it feels, um, in some ways, uh, we're connected to that, but, but in other ways, our lives are the complete opposites, right? Our lives are clean, clean, perfect little box and manicured. And, and so, um, this is a little bit of, um, I don't know, it makes us feel, maybe it's a little sexy, right? It makes us feel like, oh, this is something. I remember my kids were first doing, uh, their first Spartan race. They might've been four years old and they run in full speed and they wanted to win and they got to a mud puddle and they stopped short. I was like, what, 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 what the hell are they doing? That is great. But, but they had been trained. Right. Right. Already at four years old, stay out of the mud. And so, it, you know, the same way we don't use dirty words or we wear clothes on our body, this might um, be a little sexy. I love that. It actually brings me back to the memory of my father came to visit me here in Puerto Rico just after we moved here. And we had to go on a little bit of an adventure walk. And so this walk ended up turning into um, this kind of crazy trail walk slash run. And then it kind of brought us down to the to the ocean. And so we had to just kind of walk along the ocean. This is just like a very out there wilderness ocean coastal line. And so now we're climbing over coral. I'm getting cuts on my knees and like my shoes are getting tore up and you know, all these things. We get back to the house and like, I am dirty. I'm like, I'm bloodied. Like my knees are bleeding. And I remember my mother and Kate looked at me and they're just like, what are you doing? And I kind of just like stood back and I was like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) We just got back from an adventure and it just at my core, just like you mentioned, like it's what we were meant to do. Like it felt great at my core. And I like that's what that's what it brings. And and you know, that's kind of the next point I wanted to talk about is, you know, a lot of people used to look at Spartan races for just elite athletes. Like you had to be jacked and in amazing, amazing shape and all this stuff. But everyday people are now taking um, advantage of this great race and this great opportunity. So what advice do you have for, for people that want to get into shape for an actual Spartan race? What do we, the average person, do? 
you know, you don't need much. I tell everybody at the very basic level, if you walked, just walk one mile a day. And if you did 30 burpees a day and you did 30 of the best pull-ups you could possibly do. So everybody says, well, I can't do a pull-up. Okay, we'll do jump-ups. But yeah. just do the best 30 you could do, do the best 30 burpees you could do, and walk a mile a day. That would be the most uh, wow. basic minimum requirement just to get through this thing. Um, obviously, if you want to compete, we're, we're going to take it up a notch. But, and you know, you could do other simple things. You're in the airport. Don't take the escalator. Right. Don't take the elevator. Take the stairs. Carry your bags up and down the stairs. Park a little further from the grocery store. Carry your bags, right? Don't don't uh, use the cart. Obviously, if you've got 14 bags you're carrying, you have no choice but to use the cart. But, but make those little seemingly insignificant decisions on a daily. Stand up at a desk. I'm standing right now. Yeah. Stand, do some crunches the first thing in the morning when you wake up. Little silly things. They add up. And this is the thing, Joe, is that a lot of listeners are like, really is like, you know, taking the stairs that one time going to make a big difference? And the answer is no, not one time. But if you do it every time from here for the next year, if you do those 30 pull-ups, even if they're just jump-ups every day for the next year, they're going to make a massive, massive difference in that long haul. And there's a great book I love to recommend by Jeff Olson, The Slight Edge. And it's all about doing the small things right over and over again, and then the slight edge you have at the beginning turns into this massive compound effect of awesomeness. So Fire Nation, just the small things right every day is going to create and end in something awesome. Now, what's the advice that you have for people that have trouble pushing past that pain, Joe? Because I was on a run yesterday, and my, my right knee kind of started to kind of tense up a little bit and feel a little little achy, and I was like, do I stop now and like kind of hobble back home, or do I sit here and stretch and then finish my run? Like, what do you recommend for people that, that do experience pain during these things? How do we push past it and what do we do? A few schools of thought here. One is, um, and this is good timing, it's uh, 6.12 a.m. here in Vancouver. Yeah. And um, my kids for the last five, six years, every day, seven days a week, we work out. You should go get those kids up right now. Are they sleeping? I got to get them up. I don't, I'm going to walk around with my computer, so I don't know if I'm going to cut in and out or not. But, um, <laughs> But I'm going to wake them up and we're going to push past the pain because they don't want to wake up, right? Kids don't want to wake up at six in the morning. And I'm sure some parents listening are going to say, oh, this is ridiculous. But, but back to your earlier statement, these tiny little seemingly insignificant decisions over five, six, ten years, they add up. These kids are amazing athletes, not because I don't even throw around a football with them. I don't play much soccer with them. But, but we do a workout every single morning, right? So they've got athleticism. And, and that's what we're talking about, that everybody should apply to their life. So let me walk around the computer. I don't know. If we cut out a little bit, we'll do what we can. Then you know the spot in your house where the good internet is. So you figured that out already. That's a key thing in every house that you have. And while, and while you're kind of doing that, Joe, I'm going to say a couple quick things. And then, you know, number one, I've never gotten really throwing a football around. What are you really doing? I mean, you're, you're just standing still throwing a football back and forth. Like, let's, let's do something a little more active. At the very least, get a Frisbee out so you're running around after it. And Fire Nation, if you think that Joe's been dropping value bombs, he has. We're going to take a quick minute while he's going around. We're going to thank our sponsors. We'll be right back. And then Joe's going to get his kids up and they're going to get to work today. 6.12 a.m. in Vancouver as we're talking. My focus on health and wellness continues to increase, and every day I'm learning new ways to make small tweaks, like switching to mushroom coffee, a concept I first heard about on Ben Greedfield's podcast. 
mushroom coffee. <laughs> yep. It's from a company called Four Sigmatic. And once I tried their mushroom coffee, I immediately realized three big things. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. It tastes just like regular coffee. There's no quick rush followed by an even quicker crash. And I don't get that acidic burn in my stomach that I did with regular coffee. Plus, it gives me a strong and steady energy force that lasts the entire day thanks to the active ingredients lion's mane mushroom, also known as smart mushroom, and used by Buddhist monks for better focus during meditation. Visit foursigmatic.com slash fire and enter promo code fire for 15% off your order today. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash fire. Promo code fire. All right, Joe, we are back, brother. You're going to get them up right now? We got the lights on in my daughter's room. We are now getting the boys up. Can you All hear me? All right. I can hear you moving around. You're still coming in loud and clear. All right. The two boys look like they are in, um, are they in Disneyland sleep mode? somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are leaving Disneyland, boys. We are The Tower right of now. Terror. <laughs> they, I, wish, I wish we could get some footage of this because they, they're squirming around. Um, they're not really acknowledging that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, let's do it. Stop. All right, we're hearing a little squirt. Okay, so that, that's a common sound for parents right there. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Right. Dad. stop. Stop, 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 stop. All right, so this is, this is every single morning. Right. And this, is, uh, this is work, right? But uh, you got to do it. What I say to myself is what would the average person do? The average person would go back to bed, would not want to deal with, you know, pulling a leg or getting these guys up. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for the parent. But, um, but those seemingly insignificant decisions, right? It's like my favorite analogy is you're, um, you and I are in, in a spaceship. Yeah. I, I think I mentioned this actually 900 podcasts ago when you <laughs> interviewed me. But um, you turn the dial just a millimeter to the right of one of the hundred dials on the dashboard of the spaceship. No big deal, no seemingly big. insignificant, except we end up on the wrong planet. <laughs> so, so with these guys, it's like um, a lot of work. It's frustrating. Like we only let them watch uh, movies in Mandarin. You can imagine the battle, oh, right? Oh, I can only but, imagine. But I'm hoping within 10 years, right, they're just through osmosis. <laughs> they speak. <laughs> They'll be speaking another language. Now, do they at least get any kind of uh, closed caption titles or anything? Nothing? We just started that actually okay. a couple of days ago. So, um, yeah, it's like a, I was like a sugary treat having a closed caption title. <laughs> right. It's all about the comparison. I mean, I can remember when I, uh, moved to Guatemala, I went there cold turkey, didn't speak any Spanish, got wow. there only, I lived in a Spanish speaking, uh, um, family and I was watching yeah. TV and I couldn't figure out how to turn on closed captioning. So it was all in Spanish. And I can remember a couple of weeks in, I finally figured it out and it was like heaven. The fact oh, wow. that I could see English words at the bottom of the screen. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. We just started it. And they, uh, hey, it's good. They get to read and they're hearing those words and uh, it's working. I Yesterday, love it. Um, they never played hockey before. We went to a hockey rink and there's a lot of Chinese in, yeah, in Vancouver. Yeah, huge, huge Asian population in Vancouver. And, and um, there were some kids uh, getting ready for, for hockey speak in Mandarin and these guys jumped right in. So Come on. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it worked. <laughs> that's great. 
So, Joe, one thing that I think that you've seen, you know, doing what you do is that the Spartan races and just having, you know, a Spartan lifestyle really affects people in business and in life and in relationships. Like, do you have a couple examples of how you've seen Spartan affect people in those different ways? Yeah, I'm looking at two boys right now getting ripped out of bed. It's certainly affecting them (laughs) (laughs) at 6 6 a.m. You know, I get emails every day. I got an email yesterday of a guy um, who was out in the hurricane, and uh, he was training for a race in Iceland on December 16th. Wow. And a tree fell, and it almost took him out. And he had to write me, and he said, look, I don't know if I should be pissed or happy. But um, I outran a friggin' tree. And, <laughs> and, uh, Pissed because he wouldn't be in that situation if he wasn't training for it, but happy because he was able to evade it. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, he said, I got a little more athleticism, thanks to you guys. I got a little more spunk. I got a little more resilience. And so, you know, we get these emails every day. Hey, I'm no longer uh, upset with my wife. I have a new frame of reference. I'm no longer upset with my husband. I've lost a bunch of weight. I no longer do drugs. I stopped drinking. Um, I'm better with my employees because I've got more gratitude and understanding and patience. So this is, this is much more than a sport. This is a way of life that recalibrates um, all of us. Now, as you travel around the different countries that you're in, I mean, obviously, there's probably ebbs and flows with how many people know about Spartan races and the word Spartan. And what have you found with Vancouver so far? Is it too early to tell or is there a pretty big movement there? Pretty big movement here. They know it. Um, I'm I'm a glutton for wearing the same t-shirt every day. It says Spartan yeah. on it. Always be branding, baby. Yeah, people see it. People know it. Um, and anywhere in the world, even in China, I was skeptical. I figured kids in school weren't necessarily talking about Sparta, but... Um, they accepted it. They knew it right away. <clears throat> and they understand those those values and, and principles that come out of thousands of years of, um, of stories and, and what actually happened in the ancient world. So uh, it translates well everywhere. We don't know. We'll, we'll find out with Elon Musk if it works on Mars. <laughs> but, but, uh, but in the United States and, and all around the world, it's, it's working. So what is the day's work going to consist of? I mean, you just got your girl and your boys out of bed. Um, I can hear them kind of cranking around back there. So they're getting a little fired up. The sleep's getting out of their eyes. What does dad have in store for them today? So um, we are heading outside. First thing we do, when we were in Japan, we would do 40 flights of stairs to start because that gets the engine going. Yeah. Um, I don't have stairs right here. So we go down the hill. Um, uh, We carry some sandbags. Uh, There's some blackberries that are still popping down at the bottom. So we do a little blackberry hunting. Yeah. Um, and then we head back up with the sandbags. Once we get here, we've got a 12 exercise routine that's just like brushing our teeth. Uh, bear crawl, crab walk, cartwheel, rabbit jumps, duck walk, handstand walk. And we just do it every day. And so when people see these guys, they're like, oh, do they do gymnastics? Nope. They don't. I mean, I guess if you consider those. Uh, but, but we just do it every day like clockwork. And, I love uh, it. And then it's and then they're allowed to eat breakfast. Otherwise, they can't eat. Joe, it's pretty obvious to me that you inspire your kids. You inspire thousands, if not you know hundreds of thousands of people around the world. But who inspires you? Uh, I think um, I think I've been put on this earth to torture people, <laughs> and um, I um, I'm inspired when I have like a new victim. I like to call them. So these guys are victims for me right now. They're officially in the 
bathroom brushing their teeth. So that's good. I got to go back up and get my daughter. And so I don't know. I gain strength from um, other people that are looking for strength. Um, I like, like, if I'm awake, I want the whole house awake. I want the neighborhood awake. I want to get in touch with everybody I know. I just, um, I get inspired that way. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. And, you know, let's kind of wrap this interview up because, you know, you're going to get your kids out. You're going to kind of challenge the day. You're going to conquer the day. But, you know, take your time here. What do you really want to maybe pass along as a message for Fire Nation? Like, what do you want our listeners who are entrepreneurs who, frankly, are probably putting too much time with their asses in the chairs and staring at a keyboard and a screen than really challenge themselves out there in the wilderness and doing some cool things out there that's going to you know, give them the confidence to, to sit down and actually conquer the world online as well. So what do you want to say to Fire Nation? You know, we're on this planet for a very short time. We're not going to remember at the end uh, the stuff in the middle, the easy stuff, the sitting on the couch, the watching TV. We're going to remember the edges. Go out in the rain. You're not going to drown, right? The water's cold. Who cares? Get in the cold water. Take cold showers. Do the burpees in the morning. Those, those painful, seemingly painful experiences that, that get you out of your comfort zone, those are the times you're going to remember. Those are the times that change you, rewire the brain, change your frame of reference, and prepare us for tough times. Could be a hurricane. Could be somebody getting cancer. Whatever. We need to manufacture adversity in our lives so we can become more proficient at dealing with it. So Fire Nation, I want you to listen to the Spartan Up podcast if this is resonating with you. Joe brings on amazing guests. He drops amazing value bombs on that show. And I want you to read Spartan Fit if this is resonating with you because for the same reasons, you're going to get really excited about all of this stuff. Um, you want to keep going down this path, you know, keep following down this path. Joe, any other calls to action for Fire Nation before we say bye? Wake your kids up if it's 6 a.m. <laughs> Get them out of bed. <laughs> Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Remember that. And today you're hanging out with JD and JLD. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. If you type Joe in the search bar, his show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Go back, listen to episode 938 to hear more of his story personally. And Joe, I just want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. Thank you for kind of bringing us into your 6, 12 a.m. world of waking up your kids and what you do every day to stay Spartan fit. And for that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'll see you in 900 episodes. Boom. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Joe today. And from accomplishing goals to launching podcasts to creating funnels and webinars that convert, I have four free courses awaiting you at eofire.com. And I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side.